Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. Namaste. Welcome to class six on the Kundalini map of Sat Yoga. From very ancient times, the yogis were the scientists of consciousness who endeavored to map the developmental pathways of psychological and spiritual growth. The Kundalini map is the best known and the most useful of the maps that were developed by the yogis long ago. But the Kundalini concept has been misunderstood by many modern Hatha yogis and Western New Age believers. The Kundalini map that we will explain is different from the pop version of the map that you may already be aware of. Its prime elements are known as chakras. No doubt you are familiar with the term, and we hope you will be open-minded in listening to our explanation of what a chakra really signifies. Our understanding of the nature of a chakra in Sat Yoga is different from the ones taught in some other schools of yoga psychology. The Kundalini map is an important artifact that will enable you to transform yourself through recognizing where you are and where you want to go. More importantly, the map explains the logic that is now holding you in bondage to an inferior level of identity. It enables you to understand how to change your attitudes, ideas, emotions, and behavior to create a more fulfilling life. The map is designed to show you the inner territory of consciousness in which you find yourself. It may be a level of identity that you have outgrown and that you want to rise from to a higher level. In other words, this map is to be used as a tool. It is not just an interesting theory. It shows you where you're stuck in life, why you're stuck, and what you need to do to get unstuck. And this is probably the most important tool for self-understanding you will have encountered. But the knowledge it contains must be applied to your life. Once we have understood the logic of psycho-spiritual development, then we will know what we must do to free ourselves from suffering. The word kundalini refers to the life energy that lies coiled in potentiality at the lowest level of consciousness and then rises serpent-like through the seven levels of psycho-spiritual development. This symbol I'm sure you've seen many times. This is the symbol for this coiled energy that is coiled around chakra one and as we grow moves through the chakras. The kundalini can rise quickly or slowly, but usually it is a matter of gradual maturity and overcoming of obstacles, events of transformation, and moments of truth in which one dies to a lower level and attains a higher and greater sense of being. The chakras are usually shown as if they're located in the physical body, but they're not physical. They are located in consciousness, and this is why we depict them as seven circles with no bodily location. 
the chakra's power affects your whole body. One does not really feel it in one place. Maybe you have a belief that it does pertain to a certain place in your body and your belief will make it feel that way, but they exist in mind. In essence, they are the vibrational frequency vortexes centered in the mental sheath, the wisdom sheath, the bliss sheath, and beyond. Those terms you will recognize from our last class on the seven bodies. But it is true that these vortexes do have powerful effects in the physical body via the pranic body. It is also true that the chakras tend to have specific effects of stimulation of particular organs in the physical body, but they each affect, as I said already, the entire body because they govern our overall behavior and emotional states. If we take the example of anger, you don't become angry in one place in your body, your entire mind and body become filled with anger, for example. Each uh, chakra, is a rotating vortex of energy that creates pressure, drawing consciousness towards its core, as well as radiating outward, creating an energy field extending into one's aura. The consciousness that approaches a chakra will be allured by its power, which can activate one's behavior toward maximal sensual intensity. And thus, chakra energy causes a temporary high. And this is the cause of addictions and the fixation to a chakra will dictate one's way of life. If consciousness is totally swallowed by any of the lower chakras, and we mean the lower three chakras that constitute the ego, it can lead to things such as overdose or other reckless and irrational behavior, which one often learns the hard way. Falling into a lower chakra can be literally catastrophic. So the strategy of a relatively functional ego that feeds off a particular chakra is to flirt with its energy without being captured fully in its entrancing whirlpool meaning we stay at the edges, we play at the edges of the lake of the energy of the chakra. The ego tries to find a safe distance according to its own cost-benefit algorithm. And the ego usually gradually establishes a base of operations near enough to a chakra to be able to taste its energy without being completely sucked in. Such a base located between any two chakras we call an assemblage point. And they are drawn on our map by these lines in between the chakras. At each assemblage point, the ego takes on different capacities, values, desires, fears, all which are organized by its balance between the two chakras it feeds from. In fact, most fully developed egos oscillate among all three assemblage points, depending on the situations they are in and the need for specific energies to cope with them. So, for example, one may function at the third assemblage point while engaged in professional work, then drop into the second assemblage point when dealing with difficult family members and shift into the first assemblage point when eating dinner. Then, one may return to the third assemblage point to enjoy listening to classical music or gazing at artwork 
or participating in a religious ritual or prayer. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.